following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Nikki Spagnola. I wonder if Tommy Lloyd was in the yeah, porn yeah. section there. <laughs> I was a tiger. We're going way back. <laughs> Just 40 or 50 years. Uh-huh. That's right. And here we are. A Victory Tuesday inside the SWBC podcast studio at the Star in Frisco. Bill Jones, Mickey Spagnola, and former Dallas Cowboy and New York football giant Emerson Walls. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that last night at you all. Are, no, not at no, all. not at all. It's like when you watch a Cowboys-Giants game, you just purge it from your memory that yeah. you were once a New York Giant. I huh? always remember that particular team. So I just keep it like that. There you go. My love for the Giants is finite. <laughs> All right. It's just a, it's a, a Super Bowl Giants team, right? That's right. Well, this is not a Super Bowl Giants team. And uh, the Cowboys took care of those previously unbeaten Giants. I was listening to New York Sports Talk Radio on the way in today, and they're now back on Aaron Judge Watch. They're not in happy, New York. right? That's right. Yep. So here we are. It's a two-game win streak for your Dallas Cowboys with the Washington Commanders coming in on a short week. we got plenty to talk about. And uh, I know, Mickey, uh, you have uh, several legal pads filled with notes from <laughs> and, last night's uh, And all game. I can say is those folks in New York should have just asked us. We would have told them what the outcome of this That's game right. was. We were close, weren't we? We went 3-0. and Okay. So what what was your pick? I had 20 17. Okay. You had 2018. <laughs> yeah. And he had 2019. No, I had 21-13. 21-13. Oh, yeah. so uh, Everson wins. But Everson also had picked the Talk click. to me. Talk to me. Talk picked to me. Click. Talk to me. I don't Ma- remember what his was. Yeah, I bet, you don't. <laughs> I, oh, bet you don't. yeah. I bet you don't. I bet you don't remember. Uh-huh. I am a genius. Didn't you know that, Bill? Uh, that's two I'm weeks like the in Muhammad a row. Ali. I am the Muhammad Ali of geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> He's the champ of pick that's the click. That's right. I'm a champ of pick the click. <laughs> not one, not two, but three sacks for Tank Lawrence last night. And Good six tackles and three pressures and and talking to him after the game losses. it sounds like he may be okay too yeah from the, the foot the foot what uh, was it injury. guys i didn't know exactly what happened well i mean you're after last year you first thing i thought was, was well, not that fifth metatarsal jones fracture yeah and uh so apparently he's he sounded upbeat in he the came back room. and played right. that was that was good but boy they wanted the double chip triple team michael parsons <laughs> yeah. they, you forgot demarcus lawrence you forgot Here you I forgot <laughs> That's crazy. You just forget about this guy who was, you know, very accomplished player before Michael Parsons was even thought of. And he probably had the tweet of the night, by the way. LeBron James tweeted out that Saquon Barkley is back. 
and Demarcus Lawrence <laughs> tweeted L. <laughs> I thought that was the best one. Yeah, LeBron's a, definitely a Big Ten guy. He's a he's a Cowboy guy. fan though. Yeah, right? I know, but he was just remarking that you know Barkley looked like he's back to being which is good to see Barkley. actually yeah, after those absolutely. injuries. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, and you know, <laughs> I mean, outside of the one run, they had him bottled up. Yeah, you know, unfortunately leaked out the thirty-six yard touchdown run when two guys missed tackles. Two guys missed the tackle um but yeah other than that 81 yards take 36 of it almost half was one run see there that's the demarcus lawrence nice. uh, tweet yeah nice. that's it that's just l yeah l. just l, l. when i first saw it i'm going what's he doing and i go oh l <laughs> you lost <laughs> <laughs> that's good um and wow you know cooper rush just Keeps doing what what he needs to do, yep. you know, and and how about protecting Cooper Rush? How about the contrast in offensive line? Protecting lines? Cooper Rush. Uh-huh. No sack, no sacks, two quarterback hits. That's it. And he and, got pressured and, and a few he times. Had, he always he's... had a lane to throw from. Right. I mean, come on. They they. It's like they were they were scripting just how they need pass protection. Okay, we're going to open up the lane for you right here so you can catch that end cut right there. It's almost like they were scripting that. You can't you – know, that's, that's when you know you're gelling, when you have your line and your quarterback are on that same page. And, you know, let's not forget uh, the comeback of – that's the, the, the quickest comeback ever of C.D. Lamb, mm-hmm. you know, showing what he can do and what kind of leader he needs to be. I was, I was uh, talking with my buddy – and I was saying, he needs to grow up, you know. And then I heard Brad Champ say something uh, when he called this back. He said, that's a big boy touchdown. That's a big boy play. I believe mm-hmm. that's what he called it. You got you to grow up, man. Let's do this. You know, don't, don't, there's no time to be shy. There's no time to be undercommitted. I mean, let's, let's go for this. What do you, Every play. What do you think happened to him on that drop? Because it hit him in the chest. <laughs> it's like it he was wasn't like, ready for it. I, did he not see it? I don't know. I hit him in thinking, a bad was spot. The sun he in really his, did. Was the moon in his eyes? I, was, I don't know what. But he, I mean, the fact that he started laughing after that, I was mad. I was like, man, this is no time to be laughing. Because but he this, was laughing this is at the, how ridiculous it and no was. No doubt. No doubt he was. No at doubt himself. He was. It's no like, doubt he was. How did I not catch that? And it hit him in the chest. And then he makes a one-handed, left-handed, leading catch for the touchdown. Which wasn't his biggest catch That's of the night. That's what I was going to say. It wasn't his biggest catch of the night. It was pretty important. Yeah. Yeah, but the one or two plays earlier was right. even more important. On fourth yeah. and fourth, the 41-yard line in the fourth quarter of a tie game. And, uh, yeah. It wasn't as it was dramatic from that standpoint. It wasn't as theatrical mm-hmm. as uh, the one-handed catch. But uh, you know, and the other part of it is uh, with the drop, and he's had other drops this season, and with the question Last marks, season. and yeah, yeah right, and the question yeah. marks of okay, is he wide receiver one or not? Yeah. Um, well, the, how many people were sitting there going? Or tweeting out at that point, at that point in the yeah. second quarter of the game when he drops yeah. that ball that he's not a wide wide receiver one. No. Well, oh sure, they weren't tweeting that in the fourth quarter. Nope. On three and out I of made four sure plays, I they pointed that him. out in my column. Mm-hmm. That's like everybody everybody's been ready to write him off. Him, writing him ready off. To write him off. And then he comes on and does that and has four catches on that drive, including yeah. that fourth down. And then that catch, my 
God. That reminded me, watching practice last year, and they were just throwing one-on-ones, right? And he got in the end zone, and it was the same thing, only with his right hand on the right sideline and just pulled one in. And I looked, and I was going, you kidding me? Well, that's nothing on Minnesota. Let's just be real, guys. The the one he caught from Cooper, if I'm not mistaken, against the Vikings, was that – that was here. No, that was here at home. No. Uh, no, I'm talking about – God, I'm talking about the catch that he made in the end zone one-handed that was better than the one he made last <laughs> night. I'm talking about the one that he – I don't even know how to explain it. He was laid out backwards, and he caught that one with one hand, also a fade route, if you recall. So, yeah, that's the best catch I've ever seen him make. That was – the one last night was nothing – on the one that I'm talking about. Yeah, the, the big thing last night was being able to get his feet down, too. Yes, yes. yeah, while he was falling, right. right, and both feet in. And and just the other part of it, and I know he had the drops, but getting open, he was wide-ass open yeah. so many times. It's one like, time against a double team. Yeah. There were two men over there covering, covering him on a, a, a comeback or a turnout route. And uh, he was. He, that's what we were talking about. When, when Nate came in here and sat down with us, wide receivers have to be able to beat double teams. He beat double teams last night. They were, they were keying on him, and he still caught the pass. Well, obviously, I mean, he came – he was a first-round draft pick. Obviously, the Cowboys, and they were surprised that he would even be there uh, when they picked in the first round that year. Uh, but what really solidified their knowledge <clears throat> about him, and for, for me just watching him in training camp last year, on the day-to-day matchups against Trayvon Diggs. Right. I mean, and so these drops, the only thing I can think of, it must be just a concentration thing mm-hmm. with him, you mm-hmm. know, on, and that's something that you He's can – He's probably already ahead of himself. Right. He was scoring right. a touchdown. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And a guy, exactly. and a guy who exactly. has so head. much of his game. Yeah. <laughs> well, and a guy who's so much of his game has been yards after catch. If you watched him in college, I mean, just some amazing yards after catch touchdowns when he was at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And so he's thinking, he you know, on a one in his breadbasket like that, he's yeah. thinking, okay, not catching the ball, how do I get to the end zone no, with this ball? Yeah, you know? like Dez. So, it reminded right. me, last night reminded right. me of Dez. Yeah. Some of the plays that he made reminded me of Dez Bryant. Yeah. I mean, so, to where that was just all guts when he decided to just truck this guy in front of him. Um, it, it's, to me, that's the attitude he needs to have every game. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be Dez, if you're going to be the 88s, you got to have this every game. There's, there is no day off. There is no day off. You are a number one guy. Co- Cooper's gone. You have to do this every week. That's what we're going to be. That's what we're looking for from you. And guess how old he is? 22. 23. That's a lot for a young man. But he's got to do it. But he's, he's got to. It. And he came through in the clutch. He and sure that did. was kind of the, the game, right? That was the game. Uh, you know, Jerry Jones was talking this morning about – uh, Cooper Rush and the things you see him do, but he said the key thing is he does it in the critical situations. Yes, and he goes in. You don't know that until you see it. Until you get in that. And now situation. you've seen it three yeah. times, winning three all three of his starts with drives in the last you know quarter, fourth quarter. It's how you win. of either lose a yeah. game you're behind yeah. or a game you're tied, and That's he right. drives them down. Uh, not once for a touchdown, but then a field goal, too, to kind of cushion things. Along those lines, do you know how many uh, teams in the league 
this weekend, week three, scored 30 or more points? I saw your text to me. Like two? Two. Two teams scored 30 or more points. Okay, it was uh, Baltimore and uh, Jacksonville at the Chargers. Mm -hmm. Okay, Baltimore at 37, Jacksonville at 38. All right, through the first three weeks of this season, only 13 times has a team scored 30 or more points in a game. Contrast that to last year through three weeks, it was 29 times, so more than twice as many. The COVID year in 2020, 39 <laughs> times the first three weeks of, a se of the season that a team scored 30 or more points. My point on that is if you can do what Cooper Rush is doing, take care of the football. Not just Cooper Rush, but I'm talking about the offensive line protecting the quarterback. I think what's happening, what we're seeing around the league here, and we saw it with the Giants, even though they've spent – for high first-round draft picks on offensive tackles the mm -hmm. last couple of years, mm -hmm. they can't protect the quarterback. He's got five sacks last night, 25 quarterback pressures last night, I think is what the number was. But anyway, I think across the league you're seeing offensive line, the injuries in the offensive line, schemes on defense, teams are not scoring points. And so you can't judge Cooper Rush on how many points this team is scoring. It's whether they're winning football games mm -hmm. is how you judge him and and him not turning the football over. You know, having, last said, year – Having said all that, I was just looking at I – was, I was just amazed of, of the close games starting mm -hmm. in week one. And I, I kind of just perused it a little bit. But there were – let's say yesterday, or this week of mm -hmm. playing – there were only, I believe, two teams that won by more than two, yeah. two scores. That's because these games are so low scoring. Score. Every That's game, right. they had three the week before, and I think week one they had another three. Only two score games. You know, a two score game, that could hinge on making a fourth down or not, just one turnover or not. So all <laughs> games are within reach, you know, until that, that was, crucial moment. Was it the Thursday night game last week? I mean, it, it became a two-score game only because on the last play of the game, they right. scored. Whatever. Right. Uh, but, I mean, we had an 11-10 to 10 game on Sunday yeah. night. Yeah. Uh, you know, Rodgers goes up against Brady. It's a 14-12 to 12 right. game. Right. Mahomes was held to 17 That's points right. by Indianapolis. Uh, and so it's it's across the league mm -hmm. team uh, unless you're Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts, <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know the, the offense and Trevor Lawrence by that by the way, yeah. uh, teams aren't scoring much. Many no, points. they're not. And you know what? I left my standings at home. I, I it, it's only a handful of teams that are averaging more than like 25 points a game, mm -hmm. and there was. More averaging not even twenty points a game, mm -hmm. like they haven't scored sixty this points. Is, this is like we're watching December football in September. That's right. Yeah. Normally That's right. the offenses are ahead of the defenses this time of the year. It's good yeah. weather, whatever. These are like uh, cold weather games. Where because no one's playing those three preseason games, mm -hmm. or very few are. That's They're good. not practicing that much in training camp the mm -hmm. way they used to, and I think. There's no excuse of COVID anymore. I wonder if the penalties have piled up more so because of what we're alluding to right, right now as far as lack of practices and lack of preseason. Well, and so it's affecting the offenses. I mean, you can look at, compare it to 2020, okay? 39 times yeah. in the first three weeks, teams scored 30 or more points, yeah. okay? 39 of the 96 teams that went on the field scored 30 or more points in that COVID year. And think about it, defenses – 
were, you know, they had no time. They were doing Zooms, and they had no time on the field to put any schemes together, basically. It's like the defensive has right. surpassed the offenses mm-hmm. all of a sudden. And mm-hmm. it makes sense, right? Yeah. If the offense doesn't have enough time to prepare uh, and the defense is grinding, that's exactly what's taking place. And so that is why if you can play well defensively, Mm-hmm. And you score your 20, 20 something, you know. Don't Jim, turn it over. Don't turn it over. Jimmy Johnson's uh, line of demarcation for winning is if I can hold the team to no more than 17 points, I should be able to muster up enough points to win a game. And that's why the Giants won their game last week against Carolina. Right. Was the first two series of the game. Carolina fumbled the opening kickoff, yeah. and then they fumbled on their first possession. <laughs> now they only turned it into six points, but that's taking the football away from Carolina. And they what it was they won it by three points. Yes. Right. Yeah. So that was a difference. And just you know. Got time to get this off my chest? Or you can tease it. <laughs> the penalties. God. <laughs> I almost had to go grab my white hat last the, night. Or the lack thereof. The penalties. The lack thereof. Next, here on a Victory Tuesday edition of Mix Shots. Yeah. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> Great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar & Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite in 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. To mixed shots. K Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. From corporate homes to your home, have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, kpostcompany.com. 
All right, so we're wrapping up what happened on uh, Monday night. And uh, as you all know, last play of the game, Trayvon Diggs came up with the interception and the official word out of New York, Sterling Shepard on that play. The Giants wide receiver suffered a torn ACL. I knew Man. it. I knew and, it. And it was non-contact. Uh, non-contact. Right. Yeah. When you see a guy come up lame like that, mm-hmm. just running, yeah, that's usually what that is. And plus, he's coming off of so many different God, injuries. He had a, he's got the Achilles was the last one. Yeah, and such a, uh, it's such a great guy too. Yeah. I mean, and it was cool seeing. I mean, because it happened on the last play of the game, and handshakes all around, and all the players from both teams yeah. coming up to. I knew his family pretty well. Yeah, which high school? What, Heritage Hall in Oklahoma City is what high school. He oh, to. he's okay. Oklahoma City, and you know, and of course, his dad Derek. Uh, played for the Cowboys yeah. and tragically passed away when Sterling was probably four or five years old. Mm. He was playing racquetball. He was a coach mm. University of Wyoming and uh, uh, suffered a heart attack. I talked water. to him about that when I interviewed him at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, and uh, my daughter actually is good friends with him in college at OU, and just he's a great guy. And so you just I hate to his, see I that. I think his mom died as well. I'm not sure, but yeah, but, I used to know him. but anyway, and and in fact. Derek Shepard, he was he was in a. I think he worked at at OU, and then Stoops got the job in '99, mm-hmm. and Derek went to Wyoming as a coach at that point. Yeah. And so then, so then uh, Derek passed away, and the, as the story goes, Bob Stoops became friends with the Shepard family and was sort of a mentor to Sterling growing mm-hmm. up and stuff. And it was cool when when Sterling then played at OU for. Uh, Stoops. So he got nicknamed Shep Dog when he was with the Cowboys. <laughs> Derek, yeah. I remember uh, walking through the racquetball courts one day at the ranch, and they had three people. And he looked at me and he goes, "Come on, man, you're my partner." I go, "I don't have any tennis <laughs> he shoes." He was a lot of fun, right? Yeah, I said, "I don't have fun. any tennis <laughs> shoes." He goes, "That's okay. Just take your shoes. Come in here and play on your stocking feet." Right? <laughs> he was so good, we won. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the Shepherd family is pretty legendary in West Texas high school football. Or Woody Shepherd and Daryl Shepherd and Odessa, and mm-hmm. so anyway, uh, hate to see that for Sterling Shepherd. Um, but how about Trayvon Diggs? He gets an interception. Yes, uh, <laughs> it was just good to see Trayvon was back in the game. Well, when I when I when I first saw the the replay, I was like, "Oh, the ball hit the ground," mm. and then they showed it again. And I go, "No, it hit his hands and bounced." Yeah, up. that was that was a heck of a catch, right? Because uh, Daniel Jones throws missiles. Yes, does he know how to just? There's only throw one a, speed. Yeah, does he know how to just throw a regular touch pass? Because. Uh, in order for Diggs to, to make that happen, I mean that 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 the point of that ball hit right on his his fingers. Yeah, you know, and I just knew that it hit the ground first. But no, that was a heck of a play, and not just that play. He had like three passes defended. And, no, they they they're, they're really as a defense, they're really starting to play together well. You know, we give up something, but someone always covers for someone else. I just love how they look as a unit. It's not just individuals. If if Parsons doesn't doesn't do something, then D Law's doing something. Barr still, even with the missed tackle, still came through with a hell of a game. Had made a lot of plays. Armstrong. Donovan, Donovan Armstrong. And then Donovan Wilson. Donovan, yeah. Oh <laughs> like, my. man, this guy's out of his mind, man. He's playing out of his mind. I'm loving it. So here, you know, and I was sitting there and, and I know the pass rush gets all the credit, right? They were smothering their wide receivers. Yes, Some of were. those were coverage things, yes, they were. especially the ones he was running out. Mm-hmm. Now, 
hopefully they learn that lesson that it's not all about the sack. You got to keep the guy in the, I, I in the pocket. I thought they were going to have Donovan as a spy the whole game. Well, they started uh, to they started to to do it late uh, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but he ran for seventy nine yards. Sure did. And that guy can feast fast. No, and he's he's fearless. <laughs> right. I, I, well, I would call it. Uh, I don't know, but fearless would be the word. <laughs> a little bit unwitting, I think. I don't know. Well, like, we'll just take the case of the one down the sideline when when they gave him the 15-yard penalty for the late hit. Mm-hmm. Hey, when you're jumping up in the air and your foot's not out of bounds yet, you're fair game. That was that's correct. Because you can reach the ball out, right, and try and to get said, more they yards. They talked about that this offseason. They keep trying to tiptoe down the sidelines. Yeah. The more, the more you do that, then the more leverage, the, the more leeway we're going to give the defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're a running back now, and, and, and they give him a 15-yard penalty on that. How about the PI? Let's let's talk about it then. Here it is. This is your time to yes to rant Vent. about these doggone referees. Mm-hmm. Crazy man. I mean, the 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 brown the, the brown play. On the side, on the goal line, uh, the PI. It was a PI that was never oh, called. Oh, the guy tackled him. Come on, man. Mm. I mean, come on, man. You know, when the guy in the box was it? Is it John Perry the, doing the, ra- yeah. the TV for yeah. the officials? Right when he can see it. Right. He just where's the buzz said it. down? He just outright said it. Yes, that's a pass. They tackled <laughs> him. Right. Or or the time they they. Two guys tackle Two guys. Brown Coming off from the line getting of off the line yeah. of scrimmage. It's one thing to hit him, but you can't grab him. If a defensive guy had done that, they would have called. I mean, they normally call holding on a and defensive then, guy. And then you look at CD Lamb gets called for a push off. Okay, against Tampa. So these are the kind of things. where if I'm CD Lamb, I'm very confused. And then how about how about the personal foul on Donovan Wilson for mm-hmm. batting the ball? Now he mm-hmm. thought the guy was punking him. He like didn't, throwing he the had ball no at idea him. The referee, no, the referee was behind. No idea. And why has that guy got his panties in a while? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Can't he see what happened? The guy threw the ball, and he's like, I'll swat that away, right, too. Right, right, he was right. swatting everything else right, away. Right, right. And by the way, that is more of a delay of game penalty than an unsportsmanlike Thank you. conduct. That penalty, just lets you know. Which would be again, a five yard penalty instead of a That's why he talked about the, the, the placing of his underwear, because that was all about something that was going on in his Pissed head. him off, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Like, oh, he's he, he's dissing me. It's uh-huh. like, no, he didn't know you were behind him. That's nope. mm-hmm. like ridiculous. <laughs> they don't get paid per flag. Or okay. maybe they do. Or maybe they do. <laughs> Somehow the penalty evened up in that game. They each had eight. Somehow. Somehow. Yep. I'm not sure how. All right. So let's. Uh, you mentioned Donovan Wilson. I mean, uh, you know, J. Ron Curse goes down with an injury, and obviously there was a need. Now Wilson was already starting and playing a lot. But that role uh, is one that had to be filled, and Donovan Wilson's filling it uh, well, with flying colors. Yeah, but see, Curse was Curse was playing more of a kind of linebacker. It's almost like a monster. This, like a monster. We this call guy, it a monster. Yeah, this guy, this two games in a row, he's played 100% of the snaps. And, and, you know, at first he's lining up in the back with Hooker. Well, then, you know, they had McQuamu in there and – uh, they even had Bell in there. Um, I saw that. He made his yeah, first one tackle. play on defense. He made his first tackle. And he made a tackle. Yeah. <laughs> on defense. In, in, he had one, 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 one play, one tackle. On defense. <laughs> great <laughs> That's pretty good. One that for is, one, right? I like his participation rate. Uh, but then they started using him to spy, like, okay, let's 
cut this out, right? right? Uh, all that running. But, That's the thing. It's his versatility. Yeah. That's his... 11 tackles. I mean, his line was amazing again. Uh, and I think he knows this is a contract year mm-hmm. for him, too. But, so. you know, when you're coming off that injury, he's so hungry. Yeah. Because two years ago, he was laying some pipe on. Oh, no, he, yeah, he's been showing this he all along. All along. When know, he came, just, I remember the Minnesota healthy. Vikings receiver coming across the middle. And he, he hurt himself then, but he right. wasn't coming out the game. I mean, you're talking about knowing how to hit somebody. It's not just going in and just attacking. He knew how to hit, where to meet the receiver, knock the ball out. It's just how you play it. When I, when I did the interview with Harold Nash uh, in training camp, because he ended up being the winner of the offseason workout awards, like they picked 13 guys, but he was the MVP of the 13. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, just the way he plays, how hard he hits, that's what causes the injuries right. he has. Because, <laughs> right. and that's He's what's not happened that big. Him. That's what happened through his you know, entire career, yeah. uh, that it was always injuries that kind of kept him off the field. Yeah. And last year, he played with that groin that needed surgery right after the season was over. Mm-hmm. And Harold talked about how he never went home. He stayed here immediately after surgery and did all the off-season work. Uh, and they ended up coming up with a uh, an award for the guy that was the best in the off-season, mm-hmm. making gains in work and, uh, you know, team, team type of guy. They called it the Golden Whistle. And he got this gold chain with a little golden whistle on it. And when they took the picture at training camp, he took a picture with Harold Nash and kind of holding it out like this. So Does it work? Does it? No, I don't think it's, it's like a charm. Okay. But anyway, yeah, that's it's two not games a in a row. No, it's not. Not yeah. a Rolex. Not Bob, Bob Bruning's got But by Rolex. the way, one of the awards they all get is a specially cooked meal by the chef here. And last Thursday, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday. They they all got a special table and had did, their meal. Did they meal. say what they had? I didn't see what Dang, they had, but it was it was and decorated like th- yet, this was somebody's I'm, biggie. I got a steak waiting for me at home as soon as I get there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, when we come back here on mix shots, uh, can you have a much better first play as a Dallas Cowboy than one of the newest Cowboys had in last <laughs> night's game? When we come back. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey. Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. 
It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back to mixed shots. Limited single-game tickets for the 2022 Dallas Cowboys season at AT&T Stadium are now available. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash tickets or SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. All right, so 40-year-old Jason Peters enters the game on the third offensive series for the Cowboys. And Mickey, were you pleased with his first play? I was very pleased with his first play since he was recognizing that (laughs) since nobody was right in front of me, I might just go get that linebacker and just smash the daylights out of it. (laughs) (laughs) And right along with him, Tyler Smith seals out the edge, and there was a hole Everson Walls could walk through. How about big Tyler, man? Huh? Tyler. Uh This guy's balling. He is. He is balling. He is balling. I'm loving this, man. <laughs> so he is t- having this business. So on that play, Tony, uh, which started at the 37-yard right. line, Tony Pollard goes for 46 yards all the way to the Giants' 17-yard line. It was, I mean, it was a huge hole, and boy, he scooted through it, right? Uh, and 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 they kind of did what they said they were going to do with Peters. He ended up playing 14 snaps. So I'm guessing two series, right? They don't want to overdo it. They ain't gonna. Everybody's oh, he's gonna start. And it's like no, he's not starting. But they're gonna get him in there and just kind of get his uh, feet wet. Uh, but I would expect if McGovern's still out, those two series may become four. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> especially early on, Forniak struggled. Uh, you know, he's better when he's on the move. I thought he did well. Yeah, you know, early on maybe, but I thought he ended the game very well. He did a good job out there. I saw him sealing people off, you know, uh, especially on Zeke's run, I believe it was. He did a very good job. It was good to see Zeke. He looked about 10 pounds lighter yesterday when he was in the open. It was good to see that. that no, he ran He ran well. That was my pick to click. And yeah, then Pollard yeah. out and did him. Well, you did a good. He still did well. No. Five yards of carry. Yeah. Yeah. And they weren't like clean runs either. Mm-mm. Like he was, you know, breaking out in the open. Nope. Um, so, yeah, the running game worked. They kind of stopped the run, which I thought was important. And they improved on third down conversions. They were, they were at 24%. Yeah. I think yesterday it ended up 30 um, what was it? Thirty-eight percent. All right. Speaking of third down, I gotta bring it up. Third and one. I think it's the second, out second to last possession. When they threw the ball. Yeah. Why? That was the one that Brown got held on. Was I, that it? Are you talking about the to the tight end, the Ferguson? 
Oh yeah, yeah. Out of bounds. Uh, yeah, I know we just did. Oh, the last. We did. So that was the la- last. Was possession. it the last possession? Yeah, the last. Well, that wasn't third possession. and one. That was third and seven. No, so we had third. And, no, oh, third and one. Yeah, third you're third and one, one, second to last possession. Yes, that's second right. to last possession. You know, and that's where they held Noah Brown. You got to run that ball. You just got. We, we we already ran it like two times before that, if I'm not mistaken. For nice. You yard. know what I think that they were trying to do there? Tell me, please. I think they were trying to get the call. Because no, where was Noah lined up? He was more in. Oh, he was in. in he, was tight. He, he was in, tight. He was tight, yeah. And he was releasing to go on a pass. Yes. And, and so I think, I think it might be an offensive scheme where you don't have to complete the pass, you get the call, and you get the first down. Mm-hmm. Where, okay, it's like he's blocking, and so they're going to engage him, but he's actually releasing and – it I, think, I, think it, I think it fooled the referee because they seemed to think that it was or, or they the referee acted as if thought it was running. Or the referee thought, no, you're trying to fool me with that play. We're not going to give it give to you. Give me a break, you. man. You know? Come on. But I think, look, I think that might be you know, a, Why be cute right often, there, Bill? Why be cute yeah. right there? No, it was two different. You guys, two different. You meshed two different Okay, plays. okay. So oh, okay. third and one was at the 26. Uh, and we ended that's up, what I'm talking that was about. I, that was after Turpin's return. We end up kicking the field. And goal. It was third and one, and they held Brown. Yeah, uh, right. Not, but but the other one, the pass to Ferguson. No, yeah, that that I no, we're good. Oh, I misidentified that. We're, yeah. we're yeah. talking about the same yeah, play here. Yeah, but that's what I thought at the time. That I think it might be like an offensive coordinator's ploy to get a call from the official. You got to stop being cute. Yeah. Okay. We, I, I'm, I'm just making we, that up. No, I have I no idea. Whatever, I mean, it is, yeah. I, it, whatever it is, it doesn't make sense to me because right now you are controlling the line of scrimmage. It's yours. They can't stop us in any way. And now you want to try and be cute on the third and one. If you make the third and one, the clock will continue to run, even if you don't make the touchdown on that drive. You still can kick the field right. goal, and there's even less time on the clock. You know, with these with these uh, new age offensive coordinators, he's killing me with this. They, you said got, DNA. They, it's in his they, DNA. They, they've got killing me, man. I'm talking. I've seen this at the college level too, even high school level where there are some tricks in their tool bag where they can save it where they can <laughs> save where, it where they can get a call from an official Man, on a play like it. on a on a third and short to get the first down that where was, they don't have they to made complete the pass unnecessarily dramatic because now they get the ball back with what three cuz how many yards have you run for this game now 170 uh, plus uh-huh. yeah Zeke had run for five and for four and for four. Right? Yeah, and it's third and one at the twenty. <laughs> and now you want to, you want this? Come on, yeah. I just they were going it's for so the kill shot. No, I agree I with you. So I, I agree with and you, but I think that might have been what they were doing. The ass, yeah. I promise well, you. Well, I was wondering if he'd go for it on fourth and one. Because that's why he called a pass on third and yeah, one. Yeah, you got two plays to get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, but you guys, they kicked the field goal like you should have. I think it took a little discussion. That, see, all of that, see, two-minute discussions. Just keep running the ball. And by the way, Boy. how about Maurer, too? I mean, okay. He Jim missed, Maurer? No, oh, Maurer. Okay. Maurer. Yeah. <laughs> Maurer. He's balling. No, he's balling. I mean, three field goals and, and all the extra points. 
and the miss he was almost, from 59, yeah, I know, I know. and he hit it. He hit it. He hit it. It went straight. And for some reason, it, it started fluttering to the left. I, I didn't understand what happened because he hit it right down the it middle. Could, it could be and nice. it was well, long enough. Yeah, no, no, no. You know, Gano, the Giants kicker, was kind of doing the same thing. Except, the ball was. Except, but no, I'm saying making these field goals except for one field goal in the yes, game. That, they both that came one was, in. That they one was blocked. Dorrance yeah, Armstrong. Armstrong with wow. the block. What, what, what do we have here, guys? Is this, I mean, is this special just an aberration? Teams, is this an aberration? Teams. Is this guy just going to start blowing up all of a sudden? And Turpin came. And, and by the way, Turpin. Within a diving punter, yeah. grabbed his ankle tackle mm-hmm. from going 63 for a touchdown. But he's the one that set up that possession right That's there true. that we were just talking about. And he's going to break one. But see, it's, that was that was a if you were going to lay out a, a scheme or a game plan, that's how you do it. Defense keeps him down, so that you can have room for him to return, and he's going to return. He's going to give us a short field. And that's and he, and he makes you know what? And he makes good decisions too. Yes. He's not reckless. Like he'll call a fair catch, mm-hmm. right? Not to just have a chance to run it. And I remember talking to him, and, and after the the preseason game, and said something about well. Cats out of the bag, the punts are all going to go to the sideline, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to pin you over there. And he goes, yeah, I got ways to get away from that. <laughs> and he got away from it yeah. that time. The other one he let bounce, and it was going out of bounds, right? And then it hugged the sideline. How does that happen? Hell 15 kick. yards worth, kick. right? That was the other kick. He didn't plan that bounce <laughs> that way. Um, better than, uh, what was it, the, the Buffalo game mm-hmm. when the – Miami punter kicked the guy, his up guy, right in the back. You know, that Thomas to, Morstead. That happened to Eugene Lockhart when he was with the Patriots. Really? <laughs> yeah. He had, you know, he was done with the Cowboys. He went to the Patriots. He was on his way out. And he was a pump protector, and it happened just like that. Kicked him right in the butt. Kicked butter. him right in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, special teams, got to give it to him oh, right yeah. now. And, you know, and they had to sort through that to get the kicker they chose, right? And so far, Meyer has been money. Okay, uh, so how about those rookie tight ends? I'm glad uh, you said that. God, this. Who? Okay, I'm, I'm confused. Who's 89? Who's 89? Hendershot. Peyton Hendershot. He is balling, man. This uh-huh. guy's got. He's he's got some spunk in him, right? Yeah. And, and I like <laughs> Ferguson too. I mean, those both those guys were four year starters in the Big Ten. Peyton Hendershot was at Indiana, and Jake Ferguson at Wisconsin. Little different types, you know, but they they got the same type um, history and they've got the same type attitude and just uh, they're Hinder guys shot. that you want to have he, on your team. And wanna, they he, play all the special teams, you know. He didn't want to go out of bounds. Right. He caught the ball. Right. He didn't want to go. Out. Now Ferguson's a better blocker. Yeah. You know, Hendershot's a more. Uh, he's almost like a tweener wide receiver type. Yeah. You know, kind of a new age tight end type and. Uh, but, you know, Ferguson lined up at fullback on the touchdown yes. run, and, you know, he made a good block there. And How about Zeke, man, taking the blow mm-hmm. and continuing? I mean, and he took the blow from 48. I mean, that was a – this guy beating in on him. Zeke saw it coming. He knew it was going to come. He put his head down and just bounced so, right off of that So thing. that's the mix you're looking for at running back, right? Yes, yes. Last night. Absolutely. That, that was the mix you're looking for. And, and you saw a little bit last week too, you yeah. know, but it was more running the ball this time with with Pollard. And back to those the Hendershot. Yeah. No, he got he was undrafted. Mm-hmm. Should have been at least a fifth round pick. Mm-hmm. At least mm-hmm. I was told. The tight ends coach loves him. Um, 
And he's got to love both those guys. And uh, evidently, he had an ankle something when he went to the combine, mm -hmm. and people got scared of the the injury or not injury, whatever defect he had in there. And uh, so that's why he went undrafted, I was told. Cowboys benefited from a very deep uh, tight end class in this in this rookie class. Um, I mean, uh, Indianapolis, Jelani Woods uh, scored two touchdowns for them on Sunday. He was like a fourth round. Tight end is going to take over the league. And, you know, because the Cowboys, the Cowboys <laughs> knew over the Cowboys knew how much they had a need for tight ends because Blake Jarwin had gone down. Okay, and you got Schultz going into his franchise year. Right? They knew they were going to tag him, or that he was already tagged. Mm -hmm. And and so you don't know whether you've got him next year or not. And so they had to come up with at least one tight end, and they got two. And they didn't have to do it on the first or second day of the draft. They were able to on the third day. And I know on the second day they were trying like they like crazy to get a tight end, you know, but it didn't work out. And but on that third day, and they and they, you know, it was late fourth round before Ferguson. There were a bunch of tight ends that were coming off the board right when that happened. And uh, and good ones too. And he so. doesn't mind blocking. That's yeah. why you know before the game, everybody was worried about if if Michael Gallup's going to play, yeah. if Peter's going to play. Yeah. I said no. The biggest worry is Schultz because if he doesn't go, you got two rookies mm. that are basically your top two tight ends, and then you're going to have to bring up a third McEwen, which they did from the practice squad. Mm -hmm. And so now you got two rookies and a practice squatter you at know, tight end. But those aren't typical rookies now. Ferguson shouldn't have gone out of bounds on that play, but he got carried out of bounds, and you know, you, you know, he knows he's supposed to stay in bounds yeah. there. He was trying to get the first down, mm -hmm. and then they just swept him out out of bounds. Well, to me, but they had five. Had, they had somebody five catches. had to have say, said something, right? But, okay, first of all, they could have yelled why, at him at why, the sideline. Why run a play get down. that's going to get put to the him over line. there to that's the right. sideline? That's right. So that was kind of weird. Sometimes we just get in our Especially own way. Especially a rookie tight end. Yeah. yeah. If nothing else, like, hey, man, I'm going to throw who's, you the ball. Do who's not had the football in his hands now twice in the NFL? <laughs> right. You know, he's excited. <laughs> and like, he's thinking ah, first going, down, right? right. I'm, I'm going like, to put this him, game away. Him. That's right. That, that's exactly what he was trying to do. Get the but they down. had five catches for 56 yards, and I thought they did a decent job blocking when they were in two tight ends, right? And you mentioned uh, – uh, Ferguson, Ferguson at fullback. At fullback. Yeah. 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 Let's face it, guys. A road win is a road win. Yes. And, and a division win, too. Yes, that, was, that was a big win. Uh, to me, that was as big as the Patriots win last year. Mm. Just showing that you could do it. It wasn't easy either. It wasn't easy. But you showed you could do it. I, yeah, I don't know what the Giants could end up being. They could just they could drop the rest of their games from here on. But it would be it, if they do, it would be because of how we beat them last night. Kind of beat them at their own game. We did. Physical, mm -hmm. uh, defense. In the trenches. Right. They couldn't handle us in the Cowboys trenches. Cowboys have a better team than the Jets. That's all I mean. to it. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought going into it. Yeah. Now, but it's but a we had to can play you, better. Can you play that yeah, way? we play right. better. That's right. the thing. Play yeah. to your talent. To me, this was, this was a, this was Even with all the guys they have missing, too, by the way. This was a, to me, I thought we made a stride in regards to gut check. We needed that. So, and the Cowboys have a better team than the next opponent, too. They oh, need to boy. Take care they care they of were going to get their poor quarterback carried off on a stretcher mm -hmm. right from the start. Poor Wentz. That, that, poor Wentz. Yeah. I mean, 
And that's the thing. You, we all, I mean, we all. I mean, it's typical. You, you say, "Oh, the quarterback can't play." The quarterback, well, the quarterback, whether it's Wentz, whether it's Daniel Jones last oh, night, when you're, is. yeah. <laughs> now they may not be able to play, but they got no chance they to play. No when chance. They- <laughs> and hey, we know how it feels when your quarterback is under duress, and you're like, "What the hell can we do? Uh-huh. Nothing." Well, this team keeps overcoming uh, their shortcomings. Um, and I noticed something the other day. I, I don't know. Make what, it quick. How we're soon three minutes it, over. Here. How soon it was. Real quick. <laughs> Mistakes. Wait. On, on the on the facade, <laughs> the second floor facade. When you walk from the tr- locker room to the training table yeah. where they eat meals, there's a collage of pictures up on the facade of the mm-hmm. second floor, mm-hmm. and it's got all kind of different pictures. And in big capital letters, it says resilience. That's what this team's been so they far. Have. They've been they very have. resilient, and that's been. Have kind you? Of the now team how long has that sign been there? I think it's new because I just noticed it last week. Well, Coach McCarthy told me that that was the theme of the week: resilience. Well, it's the theme of the year because they passed out a little coin that had. I resilience want to say that that it. The, the, I guess he stressed it even more this mm-hmm. week. Yeah. Well, so. and they were. Yeah. yeah. All right, and uh, by the way, I got this note. Uh, we talked about the scoring in the league. The scoring is the lowest in the league since 2010. What's they so got you, you go. an average? No, I don't have. I oh, just, it's just the note. Just got a text. That says, I want a number. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it's out there now. All right, that does it for this edition Good of show. Mixed Shots, and we'll talk at you again tomorrow at noon. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!